shotglassdigital.com. This episode of Geek Out Loud, while everyone is headed to California, it seems, there's some of us that are sticking around the house, and we are doing the Gulliver's Book Club. It's The Martian on this, your safe place to geek out. This is the Geek Out Loud Podcast. And welcome to Geek Out Loud, your safe place to geek out on the internet and away from Star Wars Celebration. The Not At Celebration coverage begins now. And we're not there. Still not there. Still not there. But you know what? A lot of cool things happening. There's already a line forming around the building. This is how crazy social media is, guys. It's like I feel kind of like I'm there. Uh, There's already a line forming around the building for the J.J. Abrams, Kathleen Kennedy, the JJKK uh, panel that will take place 10 a.m. Pacific time uh, in the morning at the time of this recording. And, um, man, it, it, they're live streaming a lot of stuff from Star Wars Celebration, which is cool. It's, it's kind of a first. It's the first time anything's been done. I'm interested to see what comes out of that panel tomorrow. A lot of people are expecting a trailer. And um, I don't, I, I can't say if people have it on good authority or what. There's been some trailer descriptions around. Mm. Uh, what stinks is, is 10 a.m. Pacific is 1 p.m. Eastern where I'm at, and I'm going to be at work. And if today's work was any indication of what tomorrow is going to be, I'm not going to be able to stream that thing live and pay attention to it. So going to have to figure out something, but really excited. Got a lot of folks out there having a good time, and uh, always, man, Star Wars Celebration, always a big deal when it goes down and this is man i tell you doing two in a row and now missing out on this one is is kind of sad but it's also fun like i say to, to watch all the tweets and the facebook posts so if you're if you're standing in line somewhere right now listening to this you've downloaded the show and you're listening to it keep the post coming keep the things putting up there because everyone needs to know what's happening with you at star wars celebration uh we may actually try to Listen, here's I've pretty much decided without talking to anyone else in the Goloverse that this this week is going to pretty much be focused right in on Star Wars Celebration. And so tomorrow night, expect another Geek Out Loud. And tomorrow night, and we're going to try to call some people 
and uh, and get their words uh, from from them on the street. Get get some man on the street coverage, if you will, from people like Riley Blanton and Michael Cohen, and uh, and those two are probably the only ones that will really want to talk to. You may try to call in Arish at, at some point, but uh, it's going to be a fun time. Hey, before we go on any further. Got to stop, say thanks to everyone who's been using the links to Amazon.com at GeekOutPodcast.com and GeekOutOnline.com. When you use those links, it helps the shows out in a big, bad way. Um, Amazon referrals, uh, pretty much for me, have, have taken care of the burden of hosting fees and that sort of thing. So understand that, that has, that's taken a huge weight off of the shows, and it allows us to funnel Patreon money into equipment and into for example mixler you know they have a cost now to what they're doing and our year is almost up with mixler so you know so those kind of things will be being paid with the patreon stuff and we don't have to worry about oh no we got hosting coming up because it's always there thanks to you guys uh using those amazon links geekoutpodcast.com and geekoutonline.com and if you support us directly at patreon.com slash geekoutloud thank you so much um you are you're the bomb diggity and i don't know why i use that phrase and i apologize for it immediately as soon as it came out of my mouth i felt remorse and guilt and i apologize so please accept this apology you're awesome and i appreciate you so much those of you who support at patreon.com slash geek out loud our featured supporter this week vicky fisher or this episode vicky fisher Refusing to get caught up in Bill's silliness. You need to listen to the last episode's featured supporter. Vicky chose her own way of developing superpowers and was bitten by a radioactive butterfly. Now she possesses the power of flight and with one flap of her wings, she can start a hurricane. Ladies and gentlemen, Vicky Fisher, our featured supporter for this episode of Geek Out Loud. Now, as we're talking about Celebration Anaheim and the things going on down there, um, I just want to, listen, I know it's very self-serving. I know it is. Um, but uh, don't forget, if you're in a panel and something happens or you're tweeting something, every now and again, just remember the hashtag, this one's for Steve. Or T-O-F-S. <laughs> um, and when you, uh, when you tweet or when you put anything on the Facebook this one's for Steve. Shout it out. Uh, well, let me tell you what would be really great. Get a vibe. This one's for Steve. Or, or, uh, or you know, post a video on Facebook. This one's for Steve. It'll be fun. It'll make me feel good. And that, isn't that what this is all about? Just making me feel good? Also, if you're on the, on the showroom floor, the showroom floor, the exhibit hall, if you're in the exhibit hall, the showroom floor, like it's a car salesman, you know, convention out there. Hi, welcome to the showroom floor. We have a lovely model for you to look at right over here. If you're on the uh, exhibit hall, the exhibit floor, head over to booth 1211-1211. Head over to booth 1211 and go say hello to Arish Shona Weiss and tell him, give him a big old pass the corn. Just be like, hey, Arish, pass the corn. That's what you say to the man. And uh, he'll know you're a Goliverse listener. He'll know you're a member, a guardian of the Goliverse and uh, and he will uh, definitely say hello and, and holler back at you. Probably this one's for Steve. Arish is trying to make that a thing at Star Wars Celebration. He is truly a brother from another mother, and I greatly, greatly appreciate him out there uh, keeping the dream alive uh, like Wilson Phillips does. Y'all know what I'm talking about. 
Come on, don't look at me like you don't know what I'm talking about when I say the dream is still alive as Wilson Phillips makes it happen. Because Wilson Phillips is all about the dream still being alive. All right? Don't you dare act like you don't know what I'm talking about. Don't you put that evil on me. Make me do this. I'm not scared. Oh, yeah. Wilson Phillips. Am I having to turn in my man card? Maybe. Is Kristen right now from Rock Out Loud pulling her hair out? Probably. Am I okay with that? Yes. Because you don't talk bad about Wilson Phillips in my presence. Mmm. This one goes out to my buddy Eris Shonovice, keeping the dream alive at Star Wars Celebration Anaheim. Sing it out now. The dream is still alive. in my eyes. Can't you see what I'm feeling? All right, I'll stop. That's good. I just had to get to that point. I should have had that as a drop. But listen, when you're firing off the hip, guys, you don't know what you're going to need to pull up. You don't know what songs you're going to need to drop in. We're always glad to drop in some Wilson Phillips, though. Love some Wilson Phillips. Where is everyone now? we got 17 people in the chat at Mixer.com slash Goaliverse. Whenever we do these uh, Goaliverse shows, you can join us. I'll tell you where everyone's at. They're either on a plane or they're at Disneyland right now. Bless my heart. All right. Uh, let's do this, guys. Let's jump into, before we bring our good friend Rod in to do some Geek Out Loud Goaliverse book club, uh, let's jump into some emails. As we get into the uh, the email bag, i got to ask, Dave Atterbury's up in this uh, joint now in the chat at Mixer.com slash Goaliverse. Uh, Dave, are you headed to Celebration? Are you not at Celebration right now? I figured you would, you'd be headed that way. Dave was the reason I was able to go to Celebration 5. He put me up in uh in a great uh room with he and uh his his brothers and friends brother's friend and we had a great time uh at celebration five and uh and and so dave is always going to have a very special place in my heart hitting the road in about three hours oh they're hitting a road trip oh well i oh my gosh this is what needs to happen uh all night long, guys. We're going to do it all, all night long. We're just going to do, once we get through the book club stuff, we're going to roll right into an all night long dance party just for Dave and family to uh, to hit the road and, uh, and, and, and have a road trip to. That's what we should have done. We should have done the Dern Goliverse Marathon for travelers today. Oh. Elisa Leah, bring me back down. I got work. That's true. That gummit. Work. Mmm. Well, my friend. 
I'm sorry, I need to get back in the email, but I started some Lionel up, and I can't. you can't stop Lionel once he gets started. You can't stop Lionel when he gets started. Let the music play on, play on, play on, play on. All right. Sorry. Uh, we've got some uh, emails here. Andy, let me Google that for you. Lindemann chimed in, and he said... Uh, so how much Daredevil have you watched? Have you seen it all yet? So far, about six or seven, seven episodes in. I love everything about it except for the violence. Probably the most violent show I've ever watched. Sure, I'm a wuss bunny. I don't normally watch... <laughs> oh, I love that you called yourself on it before I could, sir. All night long. All night. All night. All night. All night. All night. All night. Wiss Bunny. Andy's a Wiss Bunny. Andy Lindemann, not Andy in the chat. I don't normally watch, if Andy's in the chat, I don't know. Anyhow, my point is this. He says, I don't normally watch shows or movies with that level of gore, so although I wasn't surprised because of the MA rating, I was, I don't know what I was, grossed out a few times? I don't know how to describe it, he says. I nearly threw up all over my laptop uh, with one certain car door scene. Like I said, Wiss Bunny, what's my take? Um... And then he turned around and said uh, he saw where I talked about Daredevil. So if I've already uh, if I've already addressed the question, I'll ignore it. Uh, no, um, I, I didn't address the level of violence because I honestly didn't think about it. I, it's about what I expected from a street level show where you're dealing with. At the end of the day, you're dealing with organized crime. The bad guys are. Are the mob? They're they're gangsters, not gangsters. They're gangsters. And whenever you get into situations like that, especially nowadays in television and movies and stuff, you're gonna see these uh, this kind of this level of of of, of stuff. Um, the the fight scene. Daredevil has a fight scene at one point with uh, one of the one of the people that that are the head of one of the arms of the mob. Uh, and and what goes on in the way he gets cut up and stuff, the way Daredevil gets cut up and stuff, is just, uh, as our good friend Dave would say, hashtag brutal. And and it's very visceral. That's And that's the thing. I think they're trying to bring more of a level of, I don't know, realism, but definitely a heightened sense of the stakes down on the ground level. Uh, for not only our heroes, but for the people around our heroes. We're going to talk about Daredevil more and more. We've got plenty of time to talk about it before we hit AKA Jessica Jones on Netflix. And a lot of people are talking about a lot of things, but before it kind of fades out of everyone's consciousness, I'm going to be doing a rewatch and talking about an episode or two, not in depth, but just taking a minute or two to talk uh, an episode or two specifically um, on goal uh, coming up soon. Uh, William Malay chimed in and he says, hi, Steve, I was compelled to write to you as I've followed you for a long time. Having first been introduced to you through Jason Swank and Jimmy Mack's star Wars podcasts. Um, I really appreciate all the content you put out there, especially the star Wars talk you do. It's always very genuine and brings back nostalgic feelings, entertaining and always funny. Seeing as how we're on the eve of star Wars celebration Anaheim, I was reminded of a somewhat amusing Star Wars celebration story that includes you. That's be me. I'm, I'm speaking for William's email where he says you talking about me. He says, also, I won't be attending this year either. Crying in my blue milk. We have a 14-month-old little boy and another child on the way this October, so financial priorities are elsewhere 
this time. Well, here's what I say to you. Stop having children. Uh, so to get back to my story, it was the first day of Star Wars Celebration 6 in Orlando back in August of 2012. My wife, then girlfriend at the time, had made the trip down to hot and sweaty Orlando from St. John's, Newfoundland, Canada. They're newfies. Uh, she decided to get some R&R back at the hotel that day as she's not that big a Star Wars fan as me. While I began my glorious adventure over at the Orange County Convention Center. It was around lunchtime that I heard my stomach growling at me. I just finished a panel. I believe it was a Dark Horse Comics panel. Anyhow, I didn't have another panel to hit until 12.30 or 1, so I knew I had some time to do some refueling. So I found the nearest food court area, which was close to the giant AT-AT. I know exactly where you're speaking about. And I probably got a pretty good idea of who I was there with. After a long line, I grabbed me a quick slice of pizza, some za, and a Coke, and quickly sat down as I wanted to review the upcoming panel schedules. I flipped through my program, careful not to get it covered in pizza sauce. Uh, a few tables over, I heard a very familiar voice. The voice was none other than Steve Glosson from the Geek Out Loud podcast and uh, all those Clone Wars roundtables. You, you were sat at a table with a group of friends having a great time, and I really wanted to go over and say hello, but you guys were deep in conversation, eating your lunch, and I didn't want to interrupt. <clears throat> so, after finishing my lunch and checking the time... I had a jet as my next panel was coming up fast, and I was on the move again. I'd missed my chance to meet Steve. Flash forward to the next day at Celebration. We were all queuing for the morning line or the Clone Wars premiere, the Carrie Fisher panel. I can't recall which one. But way down the queuing line, I heard that same familiar voice once again. I looked down the aisle, and it was you, once again surrounded by friends, being the life of the Celebration party, waiting in line, as we often have to do at Celebrations. Alas, you were too far away and too many people deep in the line for me to come and introduce myself, so I missed my chance, but I figured... I spotted you twice now, so perhaps I'll get a third chance to meet Steve Glosson. Unfortunately, it was not to be. It's my only regret from C6. Well, now it's my only regret, William. Billy. Billy Millay. Will. Oh, Will from Newfie. Will Newfie. Listen, let me tell you something, man. Don't ever, ever, ever not say hello to me. I, well, I was hanging out with some of the coolest people in the world who were also some of the friendliest people in the world and who would have loved to have met you as well, especially if you were just kind of hanging by yourself, man. Don't ever hang by yourself at a celebration again or a Star Wars weekends or whatever the case may be. You come say hello, and unless you smell funky, we're all good. We're all good. I, You know, look, if I don't like you, I'll move. I'll... I'll casually get away from you. I mean, that's just how I do, you know. Um, so, anyhow. Uh, dude, thank you so much for, for the email, and I hate that we missed out. I'm hoping the next celebration is back in Orlando as well. Um, he says he, he hopes he can get, it, it'll be there where he can get the chance to meet you. I do, too. I, would, I really enjoyed it down there because I can drive there, you know, and then I can be like, hey, guys, I got a car if we need to go anywhere. So, it works out. Um <clears throat> now daniel and indy who i thought was working and couldn't really chime in uh has chimed in he says then later in the bathroom stall next to him he heard a familiar voice again but once more you were surrounded by friends thanks daniel thanks for that uh michael Hynip chimes in with a cool video he says i know your love for rambo knows no end so I had to share this with you. If only I had friends like this guy does. And what he shared with me is a video. It's about 22 minutes long, and, and I can't really pull any clips from it because I don't know what to pull because it's so it's it's hilarious and good. But, uh, but basically, a guy named Dana Saint was getting married, and um, 
his his buddies who they'd grown up together always making home videos and stuff uh turned his bachelor party into a day of recreating rambo movies uh with him and for him and uh they put a whole uh put the whole thing up online check it out uh, just look on youtube and look for rambo day uh by youtube user gnarly bay that's g silent g gnarly bay the rest of it's kind of how it sounds so look for rambo day it's definitely worth it and michael thank you for tuning me into that uh dave mitchell chimes in with with some cool news it would definitely be a snippet if we were having snippets on this episode um he says this is the fourth dave want to let get your reaction early on the early reports of the rocky spinoff creed i love the idea of rocky passing the mantle to apollo's son rather than less worthy apprentices i'm looking at you tommy gunn the casting of michael b jordan is superb because he's able to bring a depth of emotion as well as the right amount of physicality to the role I'll be interested to see if he tries to add a flavor of Carl Weathers to his portrayal. Since I can't think of anyone who loves these movies more than you do, I'd love to get your take. Also, for the record, Rocky IV is the greatest movie ever made by humans. Period. Full stop. A quick apology. I know I haven't been in the Mixer audience lately, really, since I got married back in June. Well, we know how the wives are, man. But know that I carried you all with me in my slightly enlarged heart. The Gold family is far and away my favorite fandom slash family. Y'all be awesome to each other and remember... If I can change, you could change. Everybody could change. P.S. He says this email is the exact appropriate length. Uh, yeah, man. There's uh, on on Yahoo Movies. There was a photo released of Sylvester Stallone and Michael B. Jordan in a training uh, session in a in a ring in a boxing ring, and um, and uh, yeah. Look, I'm all about it. I'm all about Rocky passing the baton. Right on on to uh, Apollo Creed's son or grandson or whatever this kid's supposed to be. Uh, I love it. I love the idea and bring it on. I, and if it's bad, guess what? It's bad. Who cares? We get to spend time with Rocky and hopefully maybe even some Paulie a little bit in there and, and uh, no telling who else. But uh, Michael B. Jordan uh, is definitely a great actor and I think he will be. Um, it's going to be a good thing. The movie has been filming in Rocky's old stomping grounds in Philadelphia for the last few months. Paparazzi have captured some moments from the set. The resulting fo- photos have confirmed. Spoiler alert, though this may be a film for a new generation of fans, there will be plenty of nods to the classic Rocky films, Chickens included. You're going to chase this chicken? That's how we used to do it in the old days. Hey, Steve. Wait, we got a voicemail. This is Dylan from Texas. You've read a couple of my emails on the show before. Hey, Dylan. How are you? Notice how I'm pausing to let you respond to this voicemail as if we were talking in real time? Yeah, I appreciate Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Right. No, go ahead. I know you've talked about how you like to do that, so I'm just trying to enhance that experience for you. I get that. I get it. Hey, you're welcome, Steve. I didn't say thank you. Anyway, I doubt you'll get this voicemail for a while. No, I got it today. Why? Why? Mm-hmm. I don't know why. That's right. No. Because you're going to be glued to StarWars.com watching the Celebration live stream, just well, like me, right? I mean, no, i got to work. And probably watching a new Force Awakens trailer over and over, you're, right? No, you're anticipating... What do you think of it? You're anticipating the yeah. wrong... No, you're anticipating the wrong things, Dylan. Oh, man, that part was great. Oh, no, I don't know what you're talking about right now. I believe that... No, what have you seen? You know, what have you seen? Steve, let me stop you right there. I should have known better. 
than to get you started on the wars. I wasn't talking I'll about Star Wars. hang up and listen like they say in radio. What are you listening to? I do have one more question. I'm so confused. Okay. I absolutely loved the Daredevil Netflix series. Good, good. I know you had your reservations. Well, I mean... I think I remember you being a defender of the Affleck Daredevil movie, right? I, I always will be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thought so. Yes. Yeah. Well, would you go on record at least saying the Netflix show is a better representation of the character than that film? I don't know. Would you go on record hmm. saying that? Hmm. Are, what are you human? I didn't... You're not anticipating okay, well, the right... thanks for the amazing show, man. What do you... Wait, hold on. What do you... Later. You, later. We'll see it. That's Dylan Newhouse, ladies and gentlemen. Um, look, I... I don't know that it's a better representation. It's definitely a grittier representation. I think it's more in line with a lot of what Daredevil fans uh, want to see out of the character. I think that the the Ben Affleck Daredevil from, uh, gosh, it was like 2003, I think, um, 02 or 03. I think it was trying to be superhero gritty um, in some ways. The theatrical version suffered from that cut. However, if you get the director's cut, it's a much better movie, and it and it works for a two-hour deal. You know, One of the things that's great about this medium of doing the television shows on Netflix is is you get rather than two hours to tell a full well-rounded story you're getting to do and remember comic books have been around these characters have been around for you know 50 plus years and 75 years in the case of some characters and and so to tell their full story in two hours it gets tricky two two and a half hours gets tricky but when you get 15 hours 14 hours uh multiple seasons that are that long you get to you get to really do it that comic book style, that more serialized uh, style of storytelling that fits to these kind of characters and these kind of stories. So I, I definitely think that what that what we're seeing is more suitable storytelling for superheroes, and I think that's a very interesting thing that just came out of my mouth because I have not thought about it. With the way that television has gone with shows like The Walking Dead and Breaking Bad as far back as stuff like The Sopranos and even, you know, shows like Smallville, but I'm thinking more along the lines, more serialized television than episodic television. With shows like these shows um, that do get a little bit gritty, but not it's not even about the grit, it's about the way the story's told and, and the way that people get sucked in for years and years at a time with these shows. Would it behoove... Uh, Marvel or DC, you know, and, and Warner Brothers is doing a great job with Flash and Arrow and and uh, hopefully with Supergirl coming up. Maybe it would behoove these companies to move more to the television medium rather than uh, the big screen medium. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know, obviously they want all of it. You know, they want more than just one slice of the pie. But I think that that's one of the successes of Netflix Daredevil is the fact that you get to spend more time with all of these characters. And so we get a lot of great character moments out of these people, and you learn to love some of these characters because you're spending more time with them than a two-and-a-half-hour movie would let you spend. Ben Urich, for example, we get to spend more time with him than we ever did uh, in the Daredevil movie. And so you know, by the time his story arc kind of concludes, you're more emotionally invested in it. Same thing with all the characters. So, yeah, I mean, but I'm not going to say it's a better representation. It's a different representation. 
that works in different ways than that uh, than than the previous uh, representation that you mentioned, Dylan. Um, it comes to. Um, so having said that, um, that is our, uh, well guys, I do like to say behoove, Rod, you can call me out on that momentarily because we're going to take a quick break. When we come back from said break, uh, we are going to, um, we're going to bring in Rod. We're going to talk, uh, the Goliverse book club choice for this month. And uh, you can call in at 912-386-4294 if you're out there. I don't know that we're going to have anyone really call in. I don't know how many people are there that listened. Uh, 912-386-4294. Not listened, but read or listened. Uh, 912-386-4294 is going to be uh, the Goliverse Book Club number. Uh, if you got an email you want to send in about it really quickly, uh, let's hear from you. We're talking Andy Weir's The Martian. When we come back on your safe place to geek out, the Geek Out Loud podcast. My name is Teresa. And my name is Rebecca. Do you like Supergirl? We do too. And we're super excited to bring you a fan podcast devoted to the upcoming Supergirl TV series on CBS from Greg Berlanti and Ali Adler, starring Melissa Benoist as the Girl of Steel. Check in with us every week for news and discussion about the last daughter of Krypton. Supergirl Radio. Your source for all things Supergirl. Hey folks, I'm Jason. And I'm Dan. And we're here to tell you about our podcast, Flicks. Flicks is a podcast that reviews the biggest movies hitting the theaters, such as... Captain America, Winter Soldier. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The Amazing Spider-Man. Godzilla. Dolphin Tale 2. What? No, why would we review Dolphin Tale 2? The first one had Morgan Freeman in it. Morgan Freeman works with Batman. Anyway... We don't only cover the latest, we also cover the greatest. When there isn't a blockbuster hitting the local theater, we're talking about some of our favorites from the past. Movies like The Goonies. Star Wars. Featuring Steve Lawson. Gremlins. Terminator. National Lampoon's Vacation. The Last Airbender. Dude, no one liked The Last Airbender. You did. Stop derailing the promo. (sighs) Now, why should you listen to our show... Out of all the other movie review podcasts out there, 
because we really do love the movies we talk about. And because every couple of years, Steve Glosson comes on and talks Star Wars. Seriously, dude. Hey, know your audience. Fair enough. Listen to Flick's podcast because we know Steve. In a world where some of the greatest motion pictures of all time are reaching their 30th anniversaries, one group of friends has banded together to take on these iconic movies. This year, we're exploring some of our favorites from 1984 and 1985. Each month, we tackle two to three movies and talk about why these are the films that will endure forever. In February, Ghostbusters, Gremlins, and Nightmare on Elm Street. March, 16 Candles, and The Breakfast Club. April, Conan the Destroyer, Commando, Red Sonja. May, The Goonies, The Explorers. June, Amadeus, and Muppets Take Manhattan. July, The Never-Ending Story, Return to Oz. August, The Terminator, Back to the Future. September, Karate Kid, Rocky IV, Teen Wolf. October, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, A View to a Kill. November, Starman, Enemy Mine. December, Revenge of the Nerds, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, and Weird Science. From time to time, we'll also skew off from the regular timeline and release special episodes, but only if we feel like it. And you'd better believe we feel like it. Find us on iTunes as the 30-something movies podcast. On Twitter, we're at 30podcast. That's at 30podcast. And on Facebook, we're facebook.com slash 30podcast. Come with us if you want to relive your favorites. Why, hello. We here at Little Debbie's were just wanting to let you know that we've been working on some new delicious snacks. Just listen as a customer tries our new pecan spin rolls, made right here. Oh, Lord, have mercy on me! Oh! Oh! I mean, that don't... Oh! Pecan. Oh! 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 I can't... Oh! The moist texture. Oh! The sweet taste. Look, oh, my. Oh, gee whiz. Holy cow. Why would you... Um... Gee whiz. And a little bit of magic um, is what makes you love Little Debbie's. Oh, Lord, have mercy on me! Oh, gee whiz. I want you.
And we're back on Geek Out Loud. You know how sometimes you get really confused when you're trying to do several things at one time? That's what happened to me uh, just then. And But we're back. We're back. Things are good. Uh, want to bring him in right now. This is the this is our episode, and we probably scheduled it's on me. You know, it's on me. Probably scheduled it the wrong week while everyone's traveling or doing something else, or I don't know, watching Arrow. I don't know what people are doing and why we're we're off in our numbers tonight live. But uh, to help us out, the the man whose fault this all is, ladies and gentlemen, our good friend Bald Rod. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, Steve? Man, you see it. I'm just uh, getting more and more depressed about not being in California. Well, I got to tell you, I'm happy that we're doing this tonight because otherwise I would be painting. And, well, you know, you know, painting pays the bills, but it's not fun. Uh, well, we, we <laughs> saved you from not having any fun tonight. I played that little Debbie commercial made by our good friend Daniel and Andy for a, for a specific reason. It's a story I forgot to tell, Rod. Uh, before, well, I'm yours. At Let's the beginning. Well, uh, I got home today and there was a box at my front door. And um, it was from little Debbie. Oh, they are such sweet people. It is. It was a box of cosmic cupcakes, mm. and I and by I mean like a case of cosmic cupcakes. Let me just say that, with a note in there, uh, just saying, "Hey, heard on the Rebel Force Radio, you're not going to be going to celebration. Uh, here's some cosmic cupcakes to uh, to munch on while you're watching all those social media feeds uh, over the weekend." And so I really greatly appreciated them sending that in uh, or sending that to me and uh, especially now that I'm you know trying not to trying to lose watch. weight yeah trying to watch what I eat well don't do that so. that's just not fun no it's not <laughs> I mean you should be happy and if eating junk food makes you happy then by all means be happy well but, you, you know, know let me ask you something real quick since you have little Debbie's ear mm-hmm. can you ask him what happened to the nutty bars I mean, they're still there. What's wrong with them? I hadn't and the, had one and in a while. the Swiss cake rolls. Okay. They're what? not as big as I remember when I was a kid. Like, I remember... Well, Rod, you've grown up. Well, maybe it's like, that you Maybe got the me. snacks should have grown up with me. Maybe. My, <laughs> my belly's gotten bigger. I want a bigger well, snack. Well, you know, cake. they make those giant-sized ones that I find some... Every now and again, I'll be in the uh, I'll be in a grocery store, and I'll see, like, the these huge but fudge rounds and uh oatmeal cream pies and i don't know about nutty bars i think what they do with the nutty bars is just pack more into a box but there's a few of those things that they actually make larger sizes of but they i don't i haven't noticed a decrease in size in any of these items over the years maybe it's just me wanting more junk food i love some nutty bars though by the way can i just say that's probably one of the greatest things look the cosmic cupcakes are good especially when they're fresh but Nutty Bars, to me, it just... Nutty Bars some makes me feel more like Star Wars and Cosmic Cupcakes because it takes me back to eating lunch out of my Return of the Jedi lunchbox, you know, in, in first grade, second grade. And uh, my mom always packed a Nutty Bar. Yeah, see, it takes me back to full head of hair rod days. Yeah. <laughs> when I was a teenager and my dad was a teacher and he had a painting business in the summer. And so I'd paint in the summer, always pack my lunch and Swiss cake rolls. And nutty bars and oatmeal cream pies. And by the way, Nicole in the chat is verifying that they have indeed shrunk. So thank oh, you, wow. Nicole, for, for getting my back. Now, I feel like Nicole's just grown up as well, though. I, th- I think they're smaller, Steve. I mean, ask them. You're in good with these people, Steve. You're our in. Let's find out. Let's get to the bottom of this. I will. They, they, they seem a little smaller. All right. I'll, I'll, I will get on the email. I'll tell you what. Here's the commitment I'm going to make to you and the listeners, Rod. Because we're going to be back tomorrow night, probably, hopefully, talking a Force Awakens trailer. 
Um, and uh, I will uh, I will get in touch with them unless this um no this is just a recipe for homemade nutty bars. It's not the same. I, it won't be the not, same. No, it's not the same. And our vending machine at work has the buddy bars. Oh, oh they're awful. What is that? Is that's it's, like Lance, isn't it? Oh, it's just not. It's good. like Lance or or Tom's, one of those you know brands that are usually making crackers or sandwich cookies, trying to do nutty bars. They got to stop. Just stop. Yeah. Make oh, it no. end. Not good. Makes me angry. Yeah. I want to welcome Buddy Peacock to the chat tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Rod. So here we are, book club time. We need a book club theme. Well, I thought Daniel was on there. I mean, Daniel. Daniel and Andy? Yeah. never his job? I thought, isn't he on retainer for that kind of thing? I I don't know, man. Uh, I think he got offended by uh, Andy Lindemann's Let Me Google That For You. And um, and then uh, Mike Atkins uh, passed the corn. Well, Daniel, you're a grown butt man. You know, it's, <laughs> it's time to not be so butt hurt and give us a good yes! intro. Yes! <laughs> that was way inside, but I say thank you, sir. Thank you so much for that no, moment in time. You. Just <laughs> and if and you're I not following. <laughs> If you're not following Rod on Twitter, you're missing good times. Oh my gosh! Uh, it's sporadic, but when I'm on there, I'm on there. I, um, I completely wait. I don't want to call it wasted, but you sucked me in on the Twitter uh, last <laughs> oh. night, sir. Last night got a little out of control. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you yeah. you you sucked me in to the point that I didn't do anything but sit in my chair and continuously refresh. Oh, I got killed my iPhone battery and I had to go to my iPad. <laughs> and I mean, and now I'm outed as being someone who cares too much about a situation probably, but I don't care. It was that beautiful. And oh. when I would see lines that I literally texted you show up in the Twitter oh, yeah. feed. Copy paste. No I would, credit given. <laughs> I was like, this is beautiful. This is a thing of beauty. Um, so Lakehead in the chat, guys, add him on the top Star Wars app. He needs some help getting some cards and trading up. Dude, I made two amazing pulls on the Tops Trader app this afternoon, by the way. Really? Yes. Um, they, they hit that, um, they, they sent out that quotes package, uh, pack. Have you, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? No, no. Uh, well, there was a new pack of cards hit today, a uh, new style of card that they're, you know, insert, um, let me find it, called Film Quotes. And the card looks like, you know, a roll of film with a picture, and it has a quote next to it. And, and the one they released today is, uh, we're all fine here, how are you? Uh, nice. From, from, and so they released that one, and uh, they had a, uh, a, a, what do you call it, a, Oh my gosh, a, a variant on it. So the one is black and white, and the variant is more of a sepia tone. Okay, and the sepia tone was only in master packs, and so I'm like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna because I hit right in time, and I opened the first pack, and the very first card was one of those inserts. And you said yes. And I'm like, this is amazing. This never happens. And so I said, I'm going to drop 99 cent because today was my 50,000 credits that I got. Um, I said, I'm going to drop 99 cent to see if I can get a master pack and just and see what happens there. So 
I start opening master packs and boom, sure enough, I got the variant on there too. So I was like, I'm done. I'm I'm done for the week. You are good to go. I got my first green. I tweeted it out. I was pretty proud of myself. Nice. I've only gotten greens through trades. Oh, I locked it immediately. Nice. I uh, said, no, you cannot. I uh, I actually uh, am watching a... Um, this is what this has done to me. I'm actually watching an auction on eBay right now for some vintage trading cards. Vintage Star Wars trading cards. Oh, the they actual, got you. The they win. Things. Yeah, yeah. They're like, we'll get They're, this sucker dude, with an app on his phone, and next thing you know... Next thing you know, he's buying crap off of eBay. The uh, There is... Um, there, there are people who have like boxes, unopened boxes, of Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi cards. Man, and I'm and just how? Like, I don't know. I don't know how they've remained unopened all these years. Because here's the thing: I'm like, I'm buying it. I'm opening it. I'm opening yeah. every single one of those cards and displaying them. Because Based to me, they have no pack. value up against that gum. No. And that gum was that not some of the worst stuff you've ever tried to chew? And you know what? I got to tell you, I have fond memories of baseball card and, uh, you know, and non-sports trading card gum. Well, I think you have fond memories now if you go back and try it again. Might not be as fond. I mean, you'll break your tooth on it. Don't get me wrong. I probably lost most of my baby teeth because of trading card gum. <laughs> it was a crunch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I chewed some gum. I don't, I'm not a big gum chewer. Yeah little honesty here but i bought a couple packs of juicy fruit yesterday and if anybody was driving down my street they probably got a good laugh of some guy in his yard chewing gum and dropping it through holes i've got moles and i was told to chew juicy fruit and drop it in the holes and they can't digest it oh. it's one of those i'm out 70 cents if it doesn't work and i've done dumber things in my life juicy fruit is gonna move you uh, I hope it moves them right out of my yard. Oh, the, yes. The, and and you know what? Bless their hearts. Um they deserve if they're going to if they're going to go after some ABC gum, they deserve to die. Yep. There's not much worse. I I just ugh. Mm. I can't stand people. I've seen people share gum. Rod. And 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 that's as bad to me as sharing ice cream. I I don't know why you would share ice cream. No, like people will be licking off at a cone like, you want some? No, I don't want any. Your tongue's been all over that thing. Well, that's not what I'm... Th I'm you're not getting my ice cream because it's my well, ice cream. you darn straight about that, sir. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm with you there. So, well, let's get into this thing. Um, oh, Buddy Peacock's going to the RFR party. Thanks, Buddy Peacock. Tell him yeah, we no. said hello. Gosh. Hey, Buddy Peacock, before you go, remember, this one's for Steve. Get, a, get that shout in out there. So get it, get it. You've got time. Get a t-shirt made. Sarah in the chat says this might be why Steve is single talking about the whole ice cream sharing thing. You know what? There's a whole big long list Sarah. <laughs> Sarah, I'm a married man and you can ask my wife. She's yeah. not getting my ice cream. There's, there's a whole list of things, uh, as to why Steve is single. Uh, but you know what? Sure. Not sharing my, not sharing my, uh, ice cream may have to have to do something with it. Buddy Peacock, enjoy celebration. And, um, and uh, let us hear from you as, as to how things are going. I just saw an update on Twitter that they're letting people into the convention center now who've been in line for the for the panel tomorrow, for the J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy panel. So. I've kind of been off and on Twitter today. I've 
Like I called you earlier. Work has picked up again, as yeah. it is prone to do for me. It goes. Well, it's so. springtime. Yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing. Oh, hey, you got a 15 hour day today. And you're like, mm. son of a. Mm. Son of a. Son of a. Which is exactly <laughs> what Mark was saying on Mars. <laughs> yes. And. And I got to tell you, we should get into the book. Yeah, proper. we need to. I'm sorry. The book we proper. Need. Did I use that properly? I mean, you always you sure say, did. Like, the movie proper or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You, you did, uh, you, man. Yeah. I, I nailed it. You nailed it. Sweet. Nailed it proper. This book was bombastic, Steve. Man, I absolutely, <laughs> from the opening sentence, yep. was just <laughs> was sucked in. And, and the description, and it's like it makes... I was thinking, number one, let me just say this right off the bat. This book is going to change the world. I think so. This, I think 100 years from now, it's going to be Moby Dick and Ahab and his white whale and Mark Watney and Mars. And listen, and and thus it should be. This blows anything that any other writer in the, in the scope of history has done. Socrates is a kindergartner compared to Andy Weir's The Martian. Um. This no uh, from the get go. I was just like, all right, I'm sucked into this guy's plight. I want to know, you know, you're rooting for this guy from from the first paragraph in. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred. He did such a great job of personalizing the character, making him human, and really wanting you, you're cheering for him. I mean, it's a book. You you got a pretty good idea he's going to make it, but there are times you're like, how's he going to get out of this no, one? There were moments where I didn't think so, and in fact. Uh, because we're talking about the whole thing at the end, I literally thought he was going to die in the last minute, like on the way up. I really yeah, thought that's what was like, going to end up happening. The last chapter in the book is that I'm going to be dedicating a statue to him on Mars. Yes. Yep. That's exactly what I thought that kind of thing was going to be happening. Um, <clears throat> but uh, it's just, it's, it, it, I don't normally like the first person narration, but this made sense because it was done in the, in the form of, Almost log entries. You know, yeah. it wasn't uh, this guy narrating to himself. It was it was more or less his log entries. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things I wanted to talk about. Like some of the some of the entries were just hysterical. Yes. Now, <laughs> let me ask you, which one was your favorite? Do you know off the top of your head? Yes, I do. All right, go ahead. It was see. the one about Aquaman. Yeah, I was wondering if you guys said It was just clear out of the blue because the, the entry previous to it was, I don't understand why people go crazy. Or no, what was it? He was watching something. It was, uh, no, it was just by itself. I think it was um, Aquaman can only talk to mammals or can only talk to fish. Yes, how does he talk to whales and, yeah, dolphins? That's right. Yeah. But I I thought it was kind of like juxtaposed next to a a previous entry where he was like complaining about either their entertainment or um people are saying something effective not going crazy or not wasting his time thinking about mundane things and then the boom the next entry is wait a minute if aquaman can only talk to fish <laughs> how does it communicate with whales yeah well there was another one log entry soul 11 I wonder how the Cubs are doing. Yes. <laughs> Me being a big Cub fan, that just made really laugh. And then at some point, they're like, I'm still in last place, Mark. You know, yeah. when he finally talks to Earth, like, yeah, they're in last place. Mm. Um, now, what, when you when, when they switched, because they kind of did it pretty suddenly. Um, yeah, I was like, what is going on here? When they switched to the, to the, to the third-person stuff where you're kind of back on Earth and you're seeing – 
things from what's going on down at Mission Control, it was kind of jarring. And I and I kind of wished, like, this is what surprised me. I'm like, let's get back to Mark. Yeah, what's what's going on? Although, uh, I got to be honest, how much did uh, your brain melt out of your ears with some of the science? Um, it ne- I thought that the science, for the most part, especially when Mark was doing it, was presented in a way that made it uh, digestible and more understandable. Yeah, but there were times where, you know, if if I was better at science, I'd be a pharmacist right now and not a box stacker slash painter. <laughs> so there were times I was like, sure, you got oxygen somehow. Got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, where he's making the oxygen in the air? Yeah. I'm like, well, okay, see, man. I've always wondered that. And it answered a lot of questions to me. I'm like, why don't we just go plant some trees and let them start creating atmosphere? Uh, there's no um, magnetic field. No and there's shield no bac- for the radiation. And there's no bacteria in the soil. Yeah. Like there was several things. I'm like, oh. Oh, okay. All right. Now, Jesse in the chat says, uh, preferred the stuff on Earth. I, w- I was reading that. That's And that kind of surprised me because, well, and w- I guess once I got over the fact that we're not with Mark here and I got into those other characters, um, you know, I I was okay with them. But at first, I was just like, oh, why are we, go- why are we leaving Mark? Can't go why- back to this guy. <laughs> yeah, why are we doing this? And, uh, and I was, you know, there was never... There was never any reason to me, based on what went on, other than, I don't know, Did I feel maybe it did raise up the drama a little bit because you were able to experience what was happening on the other end of things. And I did get a kick out of, you know, when the whole world starts watching, you know, it's almost like uh, you and I, what was it, baby Jessica in the well when we were younger. Oh my gosh, yeah. Or, you know, people that are not old like us probably think the Chilean mine, uh, Chilean coal miners. Mm-hmm. So yep. how many people you think for Halloween that year were Mark Watney? Oh, everybody. Everybody. <laughs> and, I mean, yeah, that's definitely one of those things that, um, that you know, if it were real Fox News, where they talked about CNN having the, uh, the, 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 the hour every day of coverage on this thing. I'm like, no, they'd be 24-7. Every oh, yeah. single show would have at least half of its show dedicated to what's going on on Mars. And then you'd have people making, you know, a political statement out of it, and and it, well, why can't we get him back? We just need more funding, and this is a this is clearly the Republicans' fault. This is clearly the Democrats' fault. Mark Watney is. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna do the rush? Yeah. Oh, okay, sure, sure. Friends, Mark Watney stranded on Mars, the complete result of Democratic negligence. I mean it, Snurdly. These men, these these Democrats basically want our guys to go up there and die. Because they know that if they do, well, we'll fund uh, some type of universal feeding program instead of instead of space exploration. Oh, good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel and Indy just says he lost a lot of respect for me. Why? My question is, how did you have a lot to begin with? Because, oh, because you encouraged me? Yeah. This this coming from the guy who uh, who makes commercials uh, for the Big Honkin' Show that involve his children um, asking me weird questions. So. But they are funny. Rush does not say friends. Yes, he does. He does, Elisa. He, he will. He will. 
but he doesn't do it a lot. He, anyhow, <laughs> why am I getting into this? Because <laughs> it's the chat. Well, liberal media. Um, so thank you, Scott Rifen's got my back. So here's the deal. What's the book club? If you got something to comment on this particular book, 912-386-4294. If you read along with us over at Goliverse Reads, the, uh, at the Goodreads Goliverse uh, group, I, so many words. Uh, geekoutonline.com slash reads. Then, you couldn't uh, <laughs> pick a shorter name, Rodney. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it's my fault. I mean, it, look, it's it's my fault for not being able to communicate. Um, so we'll run, we'll run down it really. Let's run down it really quick, man, because what you've got is you've got the situation where he's on Mars. Something happens. Do We, we do finally kind of get the, the full story. That as they were taken off, the antenna of something fell down, and I mean, like basically ran him through, and yeah, stabbed he, him. He explains how he coagulated and was able to seal up. It's crazy. We got a call from the seven hundred three coming in. Uh, hello, 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 hello. This is the admiral. What's happening, admiral? Now, now, admiral, look, I'm so glad to hear from you. <laughs> so glad to hear from you. But you admitted earlier in the chat that you've not read this book. Oh, I put Rod on hold. That, that That's true. Wait a second. Rod? Yes, I'm Sorry here. Sorry about that. I, I messed I up. Like, hey, Rod. <laughs> hey, what's going on? <laughs> not much. Now, Admiral, you, you admitted to not having well, read this Rod book. Rod told us to call in, and then one of the <laughs> other chat people said, just look it up on Wikipedia. Oh. <laughs> 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 and how'd that work out for you, Admiral? It worked out pretty good, and I kept on thinking as I was reading through Wikipedia all the stuff that happened to him. Like, he built this, and then he accidentally put a big hole in it. I kept on thinking, he's both the professor and Gilligan on Gilligan's Ion. <laughs> he's making the thing to get out, and then he's sabotaging himself. Well, in his defense, he didn't... He's only one, so he had to feed them all. That's his problem. The 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 in In his defense, there were moments where... He was getting into doing something, and it would become a little mundane, and he would just let his mind slip. It wasn't like goofy Gilligan stuff. It was just like, oh, man, you know, that kind of thing. Well, well that was it. I was just calling him and, you know, <laughs> the Gilligan bit. And the other part was just, now, Steve, you keep on talking about Star Wars Celebration and how it said it's missing you. I've seen enough romantic comedies. This is the moment when you get on the plane and you go get her. You go get, <laughs> you get her. <laughs> go get Star Wars Celebration. <laughs> Just show up. Oh my gosh! Let me tell you something. My dream would be. You love her. Oh my dream! My, I wish I could. If I had the money to drop right now. To get I like am a last, with you taking that Patreon money and going, you just gotta like record yourself, and then we sure. can all laugh at it. And so he goes, <sighs> just like to show up. Like there are people who I, who I would literally walk up to behind them and just say, "What's up, man?" You know, just to get their big reaction when they turn around. There's so many. Exactly. Not, I'm talking Teresa Delgado Lutha. I'm talking the kids are out there. Uh, my good friend Steve Mitchell. Uh, is out there. Of course, he's out there with a lady. This is the first time he's been out there with a lady, so you know he might not want me around him. But you know, I. But there's so many people I would just surprise by just showing up and being like, "What's up?" I'm, I'm saying you use a Patreon, you record all those videos, so it's for our enjoyment, and then you write it off as a business expense. This is how it works. That's how. Yeah. Well, you know what? Next <laughs> next time I'll definitely be there. But uh, we've got Star Wars weekends coming up in June, so. 
so there'll be some good times happening in Orlando soon enough. But, um, but yeah, it, listen, listen, I knew this was going to happen. I knew I was going to end up whining and complaining about not being there. But, you it's know, not whining and complaining, Steve. Quality control. Mm. Uh, yeah, they got to keep all the good people out or all the bad people out. So, uh, good stuff. There you go. There you go. Well, Admiral, thank you so much for doing the Cliff Notes version. Uh, no problem. Of the Marsh. I'll, I'll, I'll let you go so you can talk to someone who actually read the book. I don't know that, that anyone's going to call in, but we'll see. We'll see. I think I'm calling out Wendy and I'm calling out Nicole. All right. Well, yeah, Nicole needs to give us a holler. Yeah, it's almost her birthday. Well, not only that, it's also she's also part, this is partly her fault. She is the social media guru of this group. Exactly. So she is partly responsible. Therefore, she must share the burden of entertaining us. Now, Admiral, are you going to jump in on on our read for next month? I don't know. What's the book for next month? This Paper World by, by Goliverse member Jeff Lane. Okay. All right. I'll jump in on that one then. Sounds good. Sounds I'll have good. to go find it. Well, um, email me at goliverseReads.com and I will make sure you get a copy. GoliverseReads at gmail.com and, and Rod will make sure you got a copy. GoliverseReads at gmail. Okay. I'm right there right now. All right. Thanks, Admiral. No problem. Thanks, Thanks Admiral. See you later. We're going to bring Wendy in now. All right. Wendy, you with us? No, I guess she hung up before. Uh, let's see. We'll just add her to the group call. She tried to call in. And uh, something's not something's not working here, Rod. No bueno. It's not good at all. Not that good is the all. extent of my Spanish, so don't try anything That's else. That's all right. That's all right. going to try to add Wendy back in here, and it, it's not letting me. So, oh well. All right. Wendy, call us back. Sorry about that. Um, So, yeah, he gets, like, stabbed. He gets run through by this thing. Here comes Wendy. Add her to the group call. See if it'll... It's not letting me add her. What is this about, Skype? Oh, no quality. Won't be a poll on this one either. Skype is being a jerk is what's happening. And now it's saying busy. It's called... She's coming up busy. Let's see if we can do this with Nicole. Nicole, you with us? Yes, I am. There you okay. There's Nicole. Let's see if we can get Wendy in here. I know what it is. I've got to wait a minute. I have to add Wendy as a contact before uh. I can add her as a group call. So, okay, Nicole, you're partially responsible for this whole book club thing. How am I partially responsible? Rod started all this. I just joined it because I was already on Goodreads. Oh. Oh well, yeah, but, but you've been running the social media. You do the polls. Yeah, you pole dance. Hey, hey, hey! Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Whoa, whoa. What? What? Everybody's what? not supposed to know that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, Nicole, you do a lot of work over there. You really do try she to. You, really does. Yeah, you get things going and and you make things happen. You're kind of like the administrator of the Goodreads group over there. I try. You know, you do. I would go so far as to say that she is the administrator. Oh, okay. You are the administrator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just choose the and Rod's like, yeah, go ahead, do it. Don't, don't, don't bother me. Just do it. Well, it's funny well, to me. Like, I don't, don't bother me. It's usually, uh, hey, I'm stacking boxes today. Can and she's like, do you want me to do a poll? Absolutely not. I went and I went and voted on the most recent poll the other day because I never get in on the conversations. I always forget that I'm, you know, that that's going on. And um, I went and voted on the poll, and then I clicked on. It's like. You can't see the results yet. I'm like, but I'm Steve. Yeah, like, but- I was. <laughs> I am the Goliverse. I was like, I'm the host of this thing. <laughs> Why can't I know? 
I was sorry. I was a- you can't see the results until the poll is over. That's my rule. Jeez. Uh, well, I was You're offended. The second person to say something about that. Yeah, but they weren't Steve. I was. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you know who the first person was, Steve? Who you? Doc's no, in. Doc. Oh, Doc. Well, listen, that's fine. Keep Doc. I don't even want Doc to know the results after the poll's over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But anyhow, no, no. So, Nicole, what'd you think of The Martian overall? I loved it. And, the, you know, this is, I'm usually the horror person, little young adult here and there, but I totally stepped outside my box. Because a coworker had already, she had already told me, you need to read this book. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, mm, yeah, okay, maybe one day. I will see. But then it got put up in the, and I'm like, oh, okay, I have to read it now. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. For, I'll do it for you guys. I'll read it. Totally got me from the first page. I was in. That's the way I was. You know, I, I told Steve after I finished it, I was like, this is the most fun I've had with a book since Ready Player One. Indeed. I agree with that. Now, did you read Ready Player One, Nicole? No, I have not. It actually came in my loot crate about two months ago, so oh, I nice. have a copy of it. Well, now. I tell you, and I was actually going to nominate it for the book club. So, oh. hey, whoever hasn't read it, let's read this all together and talk. I'm about all it. listen. I'll gladly read it again. It is, and it, and if you're into the YA stuff, it it'd be kind of right up your alley. Okay, it's not quite young adult, but it's. I mean, you know, it's young adults. It's centered around young adults. So, okay, the story. So now, Nicole, were you were you more how did you feel? Because one of the things, and this is a big thing, the, the biggest takeaway I have from this was that switch from the first person to the third person all of a sudden. Listening to it on audio, there was no warning. Was there any warning as you're reading it physically, like the physical, the book proper? Hmm? Oh, yeah, it totally changed because in the book, it, it always says, you know, soul entry, blah, 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 right, blah, Right, 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 yeah. So in the book, when you got to that chapter, it was just like a regular chapter in a book. Okay. Yeah, it just said chapter I can't remember chapter eight or something. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean that's what it did for on the book, but then and of course it didn't do the soul entry thing, but it was just like all of a sudden, you know, you're like down on earth and I'm like, Wait, I was on the red planet. How did this happen? And, take me back. Yeah, take take me back. Uh, and so I was just kinda I was kinda thrown off by that. Which which version which part of the story did you prefer, Nicole? Did you have a I preferred Mark's part of the story. Yeah. That's my kind. He's my kind of guy. Smart oh, yeah? ass, making jokes. Hey, I'm doing the best I can with the situation. Let me make fun of it. If you were in a similar situation, maybe not trapped on Mars, but let's take the deserted island thing, would you be as, not that he was nonchalant, but as as humorous with yourself as he was? Uh, probably not at first. Pro- at first, I would freak out, probably curl up in the ball, cry a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, after I got myself together, it's <laughs> got to stay sane somehow. That's true. That's true. Would you find yourself talking to a volleyball, perchance? Probably. Okay. I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't name it Wilson though, because I don't really like that name. Well, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Tom Hanks just did that because you know that was a name on the ball. I know. So. And then he made, and then he got to make that joke later about the dentist named Doctor Spalding. But anyhow, we're not talking the Castaway. We're talking the Martian. Do you have any good potato recipes? I do make a pretty good hash brown potato Ooh. casserole. Oh wow! Now, do you do with these with these hash brown potatoes? Do you buy like the pre-fabbed hash browns, like you know you buy in the frozen food section? Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. It depends on. What kind of mood I'm in. All if right, I want to just do from scratch, mm-hmm. 
Then I will get to shredding some potatoes. I hear you. Now, how do you cook those potatoes up when you shred them up? Do you just kind of pan saute them, or do you just put them straight into the into the casserole? Pan, pan saute them. Okay. With a little butter, a little salt and pepper? Yep. And then what goes in the casserole? Um, cream of chicken soup, sour cream, uh, cheese. Of course. Lots of cheese. Mm-hmm. And if I'm feeling really adventurous, I'll fry up some bacon yeah, and put it up in there too. Mm, mm, mm. All right. Usually the whole pack. I don't, you know, I don't half step when I cook. I'm yeah, ain't gonna, no, ain't I no. I go sense. all the way. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no sense in in having bacon left over when it's all said and done. Exactly. <laughs> no sense in having to fig- figure out some way to store the, this uncooked bacon. <laughs> That's right. Wait, wait, leftover bacon. What? Right, that's the point. That's <laughs> right, what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Why are those two words together? What does that Not mean? Not a thing. Yeah. Not I a mean, thing. Package, package, one serving. Nicole, there are people listening to this episode who have not read The Martian by Andy Weir. Is this something you'd recommend? I would highly recommend it. And do you think this book is going to change the world? It might if we ever make it to Mars. I hear you. <laughs> make the kids read it in school. That's right. Okay, this would happen. Save your poop, everybody. Yeah, right. you never know where you're going to need the bacteria. That's right. <laughs> well, Nicole, thank you for all you do on the yes, Goliverse you, uh, Goodreads Club, and we appreciate you being a part of it. So, No problem. All right. Well, no problem. Thank you so much. She's just so humble, yeah. isn't she? Are you doing any runs or walks anytime soon, Nicole, that everyone needs to know about? Oh, Steve, Steve, Steve. This year, I've decided I tried to center myself, mm-hmm. <laughs> even though I am... Okay, here's the thing. My best friend, she was like, I'm only doing eight this year. And I'm like... Only eight. Yeah, she's only doing eight. That's, I was like, that's 40K if you do the math, by the way. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I'm going to do one each month. I'm doing 12. Oh, that's on, that's 60K if you're doing the math, everybody. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't want to do the math. So where but are you at? charity-wise, I'm only going to do the diet. I'm only going to raise money for... The one I do in honor of my grandfather, which mm-hmm. is the heart walk, and okay. the one for diabetes, which I have. Okay. Well, I didn't realize I didn't realize you were walking around with a diabetes. Uh, yeah. That runs in my family, the old diabetes, which is one of the reasons I got to get this whole weight under control. And that's exactly why I have to get my weight under control. <laughs> now, because they have the doctor, they have no idea where I got it from because nobody else has it. They're like, "Really, you don't have any relatives with it?" And I'm like, "No. Why do I have it?" Is this not my family? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Art, do you think you may be adopted? Technically, I am adopted, but that's a story for all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, then, moving right along, Nicole. <laughs> this is how she found out, ladies and gentlemen. Um, now, uh. now, let me ask you this before you go. So, you don't have any charities coming up? Any charity runs or walks coming up? Um, just a regular 5K next okay. Sunday. All right. So, Even though I've start, I'm said I'm gonna start earlier with the fundraising so I can get my goals out of the way and stop mm-hmm. harassing people. Yeah. Can we discuss for a second how she said just oh just a regular five k? Yeah. There's <laughs> like, nothing. You couldn't give me a half k. Mm mm. Mm No, I don't. I don't want to have anything to do with all that. But it's just a regular five k, not a charity. Well, I am training to do a ten k in September, but well, that's just crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now it's just crazy I'm talk. Nuts. Now it's just crazy talk. <laughs> Well, um, well, let us know when you when you have one of the charity ones coming up, so we can plug it and and get people involved. Nicole. All right, I will. All right. Well, you have a good night, my friend. Good to talk to you. 
Thanks. You too. All right. See ya. All right, Nicole. Bye. Good night. All right. I, I did add uh, Wendy as a contact, so maybe we can do this now and bring her into the group call. I'm trying to call Wendy, who was trying to call in. Hello, Wendy. Yeah. Hey. Oh, I love doing this. Hey, we need you to turn your radio down. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice surprise. Hold on. Okay. All right. Hi. Hey, Wendy. Hey. How are you? How's it going? How are you? Welcome. Welcome to the Goldiverse Book Club. I just oh, lost my headphones. Hold on. Hold oh, on. But good night. <laughs> Wendy, we need you to turn well, your... We need, yeah, we oh. need you to turn down your radio and put on your headphones. Put on my headphones. Okay. I don't usually Skype. This is like the second time I've Skyped, so I'm a little flustered. Well, you sound... It sounds great. You're coming in loud and clear. Oh, yay. Okay. Hi, guys. How are you? I'm doing... <laughs> You're doing good. <laughs> breathe. Breathe. Okay. So, did you read The Martian by Andy I, Weir? I did not read it, but I listened to it. Oh yeah, me too. That's how I handled things. And I found I found it on YouTube. Oh the nice. Books was on YouTube, so it didn't cost me any money. So oh. I was really excited about it. Oh well, all right. <laughs> so that made me really happy. But then when I started reading it, and the very first sentence, just about, I said, "Oh dear." Yeah, he does drop. <laughs> there is some language, ladies and gentlemen, for the sensitive ears. There's. I said, "Oh dear, what are we getting into?" But then after the second sentence, like I was hook, line, and seeker, just in. Yeah, I was in for the ride, and it was so cool. I loved it. There, Very much. There is a wrestler named Mick Foley. A lot of people know him as Mankind or Cactus Jack. Um, <laughs> he he wrote a book, and and he was one of the first wrestlers to like write his memoirs, and he did it all himself. And that was you know there was a lot that was notable about it, but it was also a New York Times bestseller. It's called Have a Nice Day, and he opens it with the phrase with the sentence, "I ripped my effing ear off." <laughs> And, well, you know, you're supposed to get them in the first sentence. Otherwise, forget it. Well, and he says, I don't normally go in for vulgarity, and I definitely never use the F word, but I felt like this was a time when it was appropriate to use it. Yeah, yeah, because uh, that, that is kind of the way I looked at it. If I was stuck on Mars with no possible way out, I would probably be letting the F words fly just a little bit. Well, and that's the thing. is, And Mick Foley goes on to say in his book, you know, he's like, and you don't see a lot of profanity from him the rest of the book. And this was kind of the same way. That it was only in moments of sheer natural, like, oh, yeah, I could see someone cussing in this moment in time. Yeah, like, oh, it, it wasn't gratuitous. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm, I'm, my mouth gets me in trouble more often than not, so I'm oh. sure there'd be something coming out. So, N- not, you know. on, not on this show, sister. No, okay. No, no. <laughs> we, are, we are still skirting the line of family friend right here. That's right. <laughs> We're skirting the line of family friendly and good. Yes, so, well, see, so my 13 year old daughter is sitting in the back here, so I figure I probably ought to keep it clean for her, right? Oh, hello. I heard her say hello. Hello. <laughs> they said hello. <laughs> well, uh, listen, to is be. Is that those weirdos on the internet? To be yeah. fair, to, yeah, is that those? Is that, that weird fat guy? Those guys? It's, a, it's the bald guy and the fat guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was. <laughs> Listen, let, let me tell you something. You might not want to drop a drop a drop any of the bombs in, in her presence, but she would probably absolutely love it. Oh so. well, I did. I had to go down to the airport this evening and pick up my husband from the airport, and it's five o'clock traffic and um, it's kind of hairy, and there's idiots on the road. And I did. We got colorful with the language oh. and. Uh, she just kind of touches me on the shoulder. There, there, mom. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> so. It's nice calming her down. It's nice. It's nice when the kids have to have to kind of. Yeah. 
Yeah, talk mom off the ledge, please, sure, right? Sure, sure. Oh, jeez. Well, now, Wendy, did when uh, the thing that there's several things that come at me. One thing, I've, and I've harped on this, is the narration. But the other thing is, is just this battle to stay alive. The, to me, the book is all the struggle. And and Rod and I were talking earlier. You know, it's this massive tome of man versus nature and man versus himself. Right. Um, but how would how would you handle it? I don't know what kind of outdoors person you are. How <laughs> how do you think you'd handle one of these survival situations? Not necessarily Mars, but you know, a deserted island, trapped in the desert, you know, whatever the case may be. Well, first I would curse. Oh yeah, well, yeah, we've established that. <laughs> and then get, I would cry. Get the cussing out of the way. Okay. Yeah, so. they cry a little bit. I I'm a lot like 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 what Nicole said, I'd you know, curl up in a ball and once you get yourself together and figure out, okay, what's the situation? And then, you know, I would be very smart alecky, very smart alecky, much, which I think is why I really liked Mark is because there have been some, <laughs> some horrible things happen in my life. And I come up with the, the ironic thing and people look at me like, oh my God, she's just lost her. She's just lost it because <laughs> I'm making jokes, <laughs> but it helps me cope. Well, that's all so, you can do sometimes. Yeah, there, there are moments know, where that's all you, you can do. Is, laugh to keep from crying. That's right. So, that's right. Yeah. And I, yeah, that's what I was talking about in the chat earlier. I think part of the reason everybody loves Mark Watney so much is, A, he's funny, but B, we all hope that <laughs> given that situation, we'd take his approach and not the sit in the corner and cry until exactly. it, it, it's over. Right. You can only cry so much. you got to at least get up I off mean, your butt and do something. So. Yeah, I mean, you have to accept the fact that you don't have a fry daddy and you're stuck with all the potatoes and you can't make french fries. <laughs> daddy. I need a fry daddy. Well, you know, he was an engineer and he was a botanist. So, I mean, how perfect could that be? So, you know. Is it so, too convenient? Um, yes and no. Because if it wasn't convenient at all, we wouldn't have a story. That's true. It'd be, yeah. oh, the doctor died. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> you know, and he wouldn't be near as smart alecky about it. So, you know, it would be a two-page book. That's, true. that's so. true. Well, I mean, I feel like, though, when you're talking about, you know, exploration and potential colonization of a whole other planet, you've got to have people with a, with a varied skill set paving the way. Right. So, I think, you'd, yeah, you'd have to have all kinds of people that knew all kinds of things, not just one. And you'd have to be able to work on on the fly because you're, you know, how many light light years away is that? I mean, it's a lot. I don't. So, I don't know that it's. Yeah, I don't know that it's. I don't know that there's. It's a light year. Uh, it's about <laughs> what is it? I don't know. What is it? Light 20? years? I don't know. I don't know. It's a long, long way. It's a, and there's not, you know, AAA ain't gonna come and haul your butt back to earth if you run into a problem so uh, yes as we saw in this one you know you got to kind of know something even if you're not necessarily an engineer i think they would probably come up with something at least for a little bit because so, they're smart people yeah i believe it's about 20 light minutes is, 20 minutes. is, is okay, did you google that did you no, google it no i was just remembering that's that's how long it would take for him to hear back and it wasn't about 20 minutes oh yeah for him yeah. to hear back and forth from each other yeah yeah and so yeah. that's yeah yeah, math. I'm not good at math, so. Well, it doesn't. Distances. It's not math. It's just adding the the light and then the how many and whether it was minutes or what. <laughs> whatever. A light, whatever. A light so year you, is yeah. how long it takes. Is is how far it is for light to travel a year. Okay. Okay. All so right. Wendy, let me ask you something. Which was your favorite journal entry? Mm. Are you trying to avoid the uh, command because it's already been chosen? 
No, 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 no. Um, I can't re You put me on the spot and I just can't remember. I have an old brain. I ask the tough questions on this show. You do. You the hard-hitting questions. You need to be a journalist. Uh, work for CNN. <laughs> um, the, um, you know what? I don't. I, I really can't recall. It seems like whenever he he always has something smart and lucky to say about the one gal's TV shows. Yeah, I, which makes me laugh because I remember those TV shows. So it made me laugh. I see. I actually made notes because I was. I, like one of the other ones I really love was the uh, police can't outrun the General Lee. Why don't they just go to the farm and arrest him before they get there? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes, yes. So there's just too many, and I didn't take notes, which you know I did for the Hobbit, but you know this wasn't my book, so I didn't take notes. So yeah, this was Doc's book. Who, Doc? Can we expect you to call in soon? Come on, Doc. We... <laughs> so I wanted to comment on the narration. Yes, please do. I liked it. I'm not. I'm not a first person narration yeah, person me, myself. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. And so that kind of threw me off at first, but it's like, okay, we got a journal here. So what else is it going to be? He's by himself. Who's going to tell the story? So okay, I'll go with it. And it was about the time I was getting a little tired of hearing about the day he's having. Boom, we're on Earth. Oh, this is perfect. It's brilliant. Is what I thought. That's what I thought. I would just started squealing and I just thought it was I thought it was brilliant and then when you get on into it with the um, where they're just taking the little work where, where they're interviewing I can't even remember the part where it is where it's just little snippets where right. they're on earth and they're in the ship and they're on earth and in the ship on earth in the ship and I thought that was a perfect time time spender waster mm -hmm. time I don't know what you call it just a little filler yeah, like, yeah. Like you got, got the story um, forward without wasting a lot of time, but you know that time was happening. I thought that was brilliant. And that's. I liked that's, how when he was sending the emails or the messages to the people on the ship, and he was telling the I can't. I'm, it's been about a month since I read it, but he was telling the one guy, you know, hey, you obviously like her. Right. Her out. You know, he's playing matchmaker. He's stuck on Mars, might not make it, but he still wants to play matchmaker to his old crewmates. Well, you gotta, you gotta, you know, uh, occupy yourself somehow. So. And there was also the classic when he was talking to NASA, and he cursed on there, and they said <laughs> everybody can hear this. He drew like, boobs. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that was yes, that was a brilliant moment. <laughs> I love that. That was. Uh, yeah, when he when when they finally got up linked with him and they and, he, and they're like you're the whole world can see this. Oh, it was beautiful. That was a thing of beauty because it's like he does not um he doesn't lose anything. You know, he's like I'm here on Mars. I've been stuck here for days and days and uh I'm now in charge of my own destiny. So forget you guys. Yes. <laughs> I'll do it my way. That's right. Um <clears throat> so now, is this is this book going to change the world, Wendy? Sure. Okay. Good. I think I, it should. I'm glad we all agree. I think it should. If it doesn't, it needs to because everybody pulled together and everybody was rooting for Mark Watney. And as a matter of fact, as a reader, it's like I'm rooting for Mark Watney, and I was getting a little nervous towards the end because I'm thinking, oh wow, this is sci-fi, and people always die in sci-fi. It seems like so. 
I was kind of scared that he was going to die. So I was pulling for him, and yet I didn't want to pull for him too hard because I was afraid he was going to die. And yet at the same time, I, I don't know, I, we all need something to focus our, our attention on, and I think that would be perfect. So we need, yes, this should change the world. <laughs> well, that's that ridiculous. A, I mean, I'm sorry. No, that's a great. I didn't You're even going think for good, and I just went right off the. No, I didn't thing. think. Of, <laughs> no, like you totally took it serious, and I'm like, you know what? That is true. That if something like this did happen, you know, how much would it just be an American thing where where all eyes are on it, or would or would there be, you know, obviously now the space program is so diversified in, in who's doing what and that sort of thing, but. I do imagine this would probably unite a lot of the world or behind this guy. Yeah, yeah like I, I felt sorry for the Chinese guys though, because it's like, yeah, we did the right thing, but boo, we're never going to get a, we're never going to get the chance to get a rocket up there ever again. And I felt sorry for them. But. Well, now, did uh, let me ask you this: What do you think happens to Mark when he gets home? Um, after the parade, after the shower. <laughs> um, I don't know. He'll probably be some smart aleck. He'd just sit in a corner and be smart alecky for a while. Because I think, uh, you know, when you get thrust into the spotlight, you'd just be all the big hero for a while. But then, you know what? I would like to think that he would just kind of work his way back into the flow of things and go back to work and just do stuff. Maybe do a few talk shows here and there. But he yeah. would still be Mark Watney. Sure, sure. I wouldn't want him to be, you know. I hope he finds someone. Not popular anymore. Yeah. I hope he. Well, I don't think he'd be that. I just hope he finds someone and settles down. I mean, in his life, you know. No, and see, you can't do that not right away. You don't think it so? Have to be, it would have to be years and years because um, everybody would want to be jumping on those bones because he well, is there. The that hero is. Of the day. There's, <laughs> so. There that there that phraseology is in you front know? of your thirteen-year-old daughter. <laughs> well, I don't. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so anyway. Whatever. Whatever. I'd like to think that he gets an endorsement deal from a restaurant, like a fast food place that does not serve French fries. Oh. You know, so they bring him a plate of French fries, and he's like, no. (laughs) Or if I would have had these on Mars, I would have been a happy camper. Yeah. With the thumbs up. If only I had the fry, Daddy. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's what he gets. That's it. The fry, Daddy. Oh, man. Idaho Potato Farm Association. Brings him in, and he talks about the importance and the nutritional value of the potato. Right. The old russet reds. The old, How yeah. in, in, not industrious. Oh, the word is gone. Versatile. Versatile. Yes. Yeah, tough. Yeah, tough. <laughs> <laughs> Make him into a person. He's a tough. Nice. Tough potatoes. Nice. Well, <laughs> well, Wendy, thanks so much for calling in and, and talking to us and giving us your, your thoughts and opinions, and welcome to using Skype. And don't forget Again. to... Don't forget, turn your radio down. Okay. All right, all right. Sorry. Okay, thanks, guys. Talk Bye. to you later. Thanks, See Wendy. Ya. Bye. That's Wendy out in the high desert, my friend Rod, out in the high... As, as I, we I always get out. confused if she's in the high or the low desert. So she's, just... She is in the high desert, uh, so the, the peyote is in full effect out there. I will... <laughs> Sorry, you're saying that. My wife's, like, throwing one of the chinchillas in my face. Oh, well, chinchilla, huh? Yeah. I don't think they have those on Mars. No, <laughs> no, I don't think they could survive. No, probably don't, probably wouldn't do so well. No, but probably, probably wouldn't like the French fries either. Yeah, but I, what what would juicy fruit do to your chinchilla? I wonder. Uh, would not be good. No, 
<laughs> Probably be mm. an expensive vet bill. Hey, I don't mean to uh, to put a stop to all the fun, but I just got this from uh, from. Oh Lord! Whoa! What's about Whoa. to happen? Holy cow! What? Ju- what was that? What? In My the Atlanta son of a! That was loud. That was so loud. We got a no. I just got this from Scott Rifen. Um, this is for the coverage that uh, I know he's doing some similar coverage on his Twitter this week. It's why you fail. It's a not at celebration update. Sad love it. Tear. Sad, sad tear. I like it. Do you remember? Did you catch the Star Wars reference in the book? By the way. Or did uh, that go by you? No, I caught what was the refresh. When they were on Earth and uh, the one, uh, I think it was the woman who discovered that Mark was still alive and he said he'd give her a, some kind of award, probably something Star Wars Bay or Star Trek based. And he goes, she was, no, actually, I prefer Star Wars. Yes. And then she yes. turned back around. She's like, original trilogy. Yes, I do remember that. I definitely remember that. So I was, I was, like, I was like, sure that didn't get by Now, yet. wait a second. Uh-oh. Hold on. Now, Stop the presses. Uh, we've got something slowly coming in right now from Daniel and Indy. Um, it's taking its sweet time to the, for the file to come through. But apparently, uh, asking you shall receive, Rod. Scared? Uh, apparently, Daniel may have very well put it together our Goliverse. And, he's, and the sending was canceled. Now, oh, come on, Daniel. Not cool. Not cool at all. So... There was someone else who had tried to call in. Um, From the 515 area code? No. Why that was it? just a complete random shot in the dark. No. <laughs> <laughs> well played. <laughs> well played, sir. <laughs> uh, no, it, I think it was like the 903, maybe, or well, 930. Well, some, somebody was trying to get on. Uh, Nine, was that, From the that, 972 area code. Not Jesse. Was it Jesse that was trying to get the Skype going? I don't know. I, well, could, I could scroll up through the chat, but that doesn't seem like chat. a lot of work. Well, it's 912-386-4294. Give us a call, 912-386-4294. Um, by the way, Scott Rifen, who's sending that nod at Celebration coverage, great, great podcast, My Star Wars Story, and, of course, Dinner for Geeks, uh, all happening on the two true freaks network, I believe. So, uh, true, check out true freaks. Two true freaks. The Docs in network. The Docs in network. <laughs> now they've got a lot of content over with the two true freaks. They've got uh, your comics monthly Mondays and uh, the earning my ears and all kinds of stuff. So, um, now Daniel said he was going to email it. Email it to the geek out online at gmail dot com. Daniel, and don't cancel it this time. Yeah. <clears throat> so, oh, I forgot to ask Wendy about gummit potato recipes. Ah, oh, son of a... Son. She probably has a fried daddy. I had a fried daddy. My, we eventually got rid of it, though. Because the problem with the fried daddy is you smell it for <laughs> two weeks afterwards. <laughs> well, we use... Uh, this is no lie. We use one at the restaurant. Oh. It is redonkulous. Wendy says rosemary potatoes. Ooh, yeah. Do some roasted herb potatoes with some rosemary? Sure. Or are you mashing the rosemary up in there, Wendy? I don't know. Anyhow. 
Oh, uh, by the way, there was a Rock Out Loud reference in this book as well. Oh, I was there. Now, that did that did slip by me. When uh, he bad-mouths the Beatles about how he's sick of the Beatles. That's what I'm talking about. Way to go. Yes. Mark Watney. <laughs> sick of the Beatles. <laughs> Sarah says, is your restaurant on a food truck? Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> uh, really quickly, uh, sorry to do this to you, man. I know this is, uh, but we really do have have an update here. Hold on. Why you fail. It's a nut at celebration update. A nut at celebration update. This is a true story. Uh, Star Wars. Whoa, that's not. That's supposed to be done. This is why I'm not a professional. Uh, StarWarsUnderworld.com has posted a picture of someone with a program, uh, the convention program, and they've got the Force Awakens page opened up, and it's uh, several stills. Uh, everything is stuff we've seen out of the trailer. The Kylo Ren lighting up the lightsaber, X-Wings uh, going across the surface of the water, the Fudge Sickle Speeder, uh, some Stormtroopers, the Falcon. But there's one big full-body shot of a Stormtrooper um, in in full armor and uh, looking like a Storm. I mean, I don't really know what to say. The, the helmet's, of course, different as we've seen in some of these things. And um, the body armor is a little bit different. It's not as it doesn't have the chesticles. The chesticles. The, the way that you know the you know how the old stormtrooper armor has kind of that outline of the the, the chest. Yeah, piece. I mean it's not bad nipples, but it's right, right, right. But uh, this one does not have those. In, it doesn't look like it anyway from this picture. StarWarsUnderworld.com has posted this. And uh, it's a great picture of that uh, that stormtrooper. They, they've obviously they've apparently got a Star Wars, uh, the Force Awakens um, room set up for people oh, really? to to go through and see some props and stuff from the Force Awakens at Star Wars Celebration. So anyhow, fancy. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, now, speaking of celebrations, real quick, I forgot. I've been trying to I've been trying to pimp it out on Twitter. I will be at C two E two, the comic book convention. Yes. Uh, next weekend, yes, I will be wearing my Gulliver shirt that I shamed you into mailing. That's right, <laughs> with the hashtag Gulliver Shirt Watch. People, that's how you get your shirts. You shame Steve on social media <laughs> well, until he until he mails it. Yeah, well, you gotta you gotta understand. Um, you were sick of the hashtag. I know. No, it's just a matter <laughs> of like getting to the dude. It's it's such a. Hey, if I, I need I, to have someone to mail these things out for me, is what it comes down to. So you need a PA. Yeah. I really but, do. But uh, I will be wearing that shirt, so if anybody sees me walking around, please holler. Be having a good time. Love to meet some of you. See, Sarah, there you go. What's that? She says, where's my shirt? Well, Sarah's late. Sarah's late to the party. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so Sarah's got a little bit. Um, you're on the list. Yeah, right you're now, on the list. The, yeah, it's, it's on there. Uh, this is Daniel says, I wanted to make a real one, but I wanted to commemorate the love between you two instead. Oh, Barf. this ought to be good. So here we go. You're listening oh. to the Gulliverse Reads, and now your hosts, Steve Lawson and Rod Johnson. Wow. Is that, is that Rod Stewart? 
Uh, I don't. Is it Rod Stewart or Brian Adams? You know I'll always be right there. Be careful, Rod. He treats rabbits like cats. And he kills them <laughs> with his car. <laughs> wow! Wow! Okay, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that paid off at the end because I was about to fade it out because I'm like too much of this going on right now. Yeah. Thank you, Daniel, for that. Yes. I, I don't know how to take that. Have Have we been? <laughs> I mean, are we doing a bromance thing, Rod? Well, I, I we could be. Do I do I have to sing? I mean, I'm not. A no, good no, no, no. I did oil my beard for you though before we. That is special. Yeah. What kind did you use? Um, I used. There's this. I found a fragrance. Uh, fragrance. Uh, a fragrance that I liked. Uh, it's it's some stuff. I, after we talked on a couple of episodes ago, all of a sudden I get in the mail from my good friend Rich out in Washington. Uh, this the, like this like things of uh beard oil, oh, and so there's th- there, yeah there was some unscented in there, and this is called the uh, the the brand is um what is it better dead than shaved or something like that? Oh yeah yeah oh Brett yeah Uber Uber Brett is that what you said? I is, who sent it to you? Which no Rich sent it. Oh to me. Rich okay yeah. I'm sorry. Because uh, is Brett that, is that kind of bread work? Brett yeah. Uses? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, there you go. And how do you like it? Uh, I, I I dig it. Um, it, it's you know, it's sometimes. Sometimes. Other times, I just feel like my face is oily all of a sudden. Well, you got to be careful. You use too much, and uh, especially if it's a scented one, mm-hmm. it can be a little overpowering. Well, the unscented actually ends up smelling just like you know, French fry oh. oil or vegetable oil. So, so that kind of I end up smelling that, uh, but the scented I like okay, like I say, and I don't sell it too much, or I don't use too much, and I don't smell it too much. But um, just for a little while afterwards, I still feel kind of oily, you know, where some's gotten on the old skin, and I didn't get it dried off or some such. I imagine Mark Watney had a really nice beard by the time uh, he got back. Yeah, he had to have had just you know, a man beard. And I love the fact that he needed to take a shower. You know, it's like, that's one of the things that I'd totally forgotten about. I'm like, this guy hasn't showered for days. Oh, he's got to be awful. Oh, he was probably pretty ripe up in that suit. Oh, had to have been just one of those. We're going to put this in the Smithsonian after we dry clean it. Uh, Yes. (laughs) We're going to hermetically seal this (laughs) so that no one ever has to smell it again. Hmm. I imagine, you know, see, and I would have a nice beard after that much time, but I would also have a skullet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, really? So that's how it grows on your head? Oh, yeah. It would it would be Hulk Hogan-style skullet. <sighs> and then you just have to keep it for the rest of your days. I would. I might just, I might, instead of a comb over, I might do a comb from the back. Mm-hmm. And just, like Donald Trump, you know, bring yes. it all the way from the back and then hairspray <laughs> it up. There you go. Get a little bouffant going with it. Nice. That would be amazing. Admiral says they just burned that suit. It probably went up in flames. Sarah says, did you read the article about beards having more germs than cell phones? Yeah, if people don't take care of them. Yeah, I I shampoo. I shampoo and condition daily. Daily. Mm -hmm. And and use oil morning and evenings. My beard is very hygienic. I usually use the oil in the evenings. We'll comb the oil through in the evenings. But yeah, I've got a special comb now for my beard because I'm just so excited to nice. actually need a need a comb again. Yeah, it's been a while. What well, now? What kind of special comb did you get? 
It looks like a little switchblade. Folds up, fits oh, nicely nice. in the back one pocket. Of those. One of those. That's classic yeah. right there. <laughs> so yeah. so basically you went to your third grade footlocker and pulled that <laughs> pulled your switchblade comb. <laughs> yeah. <It's> like, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, you know, somebody's giving me a lot of grief. Sometimes I like to, to pull the comb out and just start brushing the beard, combing the beard while making eye contact. I like yes. to think that, that makes people uncomfortable. Um, you know what? I can totally see where it would. <laughs> Maybe it's just the whole eye contact thing. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm no, misreading. No, I mean, anytime you do anything and make eye contact and do any type of personal grooming, it's going to be awkward for folks. <laughs> So, speaking of awkward, yeah. <laughs> I don't think the chat is enjoying this. What? I'm sorry. I know we haven't talked about the book this, that much this month, but I think this book just put us in such a great mood because it was just so much fun. The I mean, book is fun. A lot of deep topics. I mean, I guess, yeah, fun. I guess you could get on the topic of world peace. I guess you could get on the topic of man versus himself. I really took away from it is how would you act in one of these survival situations? Rod, let's talk about that with you. How would you act in one of these, like stranded on a desert island in the in 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 the desert, stranded on I don't know uh, a mountaintop somewhere? What what would your response to the situation be? Well, it probably wouldn't be as good as Mark Watney. I'm I'm not the scientist, so I can't think that I would do too well. I would probably be the guy. Well, he tried to eat this plant and he died. No. <laughs> What an idiot. <laughs> the body of bald-headed Rod was found today after they tried to ingest a poisonous plant, which was right next to strawberries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> strawberries. <laughs> oh, I don't like those. Let's try this. <laughs> I don't like those. Not I'm allergic. Not, <laughs> I don't like those. It's too Let's much fiber. These. Too much fiber to be living out here with strawberries. Yeah. Well, there is no charm out here. I am not eating that much fiber. My thing would be if if I am my current weight and size, I've got plenty of stored up fat and energy to sustain me for days. I, my thing would be I'm going to find water, I'm going to get shelter, and I'm going to take it easy. I would probably do okay in a wooded area. I, I was mm -hmm. a Boy Scout, so I probably still got some of those skills bouncing around somewhere in the back of my head. I might do okay in the woods. Desert um, island, not so much. See, Mars, an, an island, a deserted dead island. In a day. No, Mars, dead in a minute. Uh, <laughs> but a deserted island, I think I can handle. I think I really could figure out life on a on a little island. Um, you know, depending on depending on how much foliage is there to to build fires of. Because I mean, like when you watch Castaway, it's the perfect island for him to find himself stranded upon. Yeah. Now you I know. would like to think that. If I was stranded on a desert island, like five years later, I would show up and just be BA and taking out all the bad guys. You know, yes, Allah Oliver Queen. Yeah, indeed. And, yeah. and how amazing is that guy? I mean, five years on an island and he comes back a ninja master. And the how best... long? Yeah, how long does it take to become a ninja? I mean, obviously, with if you're in the real world, you've got jobs and stuff and work you have to go to. But if you're able to just daily train. How long does it take to become a ninja master? Apparently five years. Okay. And and not even, because, you know, he spent some time in China. And I know. Where that's where it gets weird. That's mm, That show is kind of, in, in, as far as the flashbacks go, the show's kind of gone off the rails. Well, I, I still want to know what they're going to do with the team up for bringing, up, bringing back the canary. Who's dead? Katie Lotz. The spinoff of the spinoff? Yeah, no, I think they're going to do, they're going to use Laurel. No, they said Katie Lotz. Oh, really? Katie, I don't Katie think Lotz. she's going to be the canary, though. Yeah, but she's 
are they going to cast the same actress in the same universe and just have us believe that it's a different character? Probably. I'm not happy about that, Steve. I, I can't help you. <laughs> I'm not happy about or that maybe, at all. Or maybe on Arrow they'll get her to a Lazarus pit or something. Yeah, and then just never tell her dad, and her dad can be miserable oh with his bad gosh. heart. And Yeah, how weird. I mean, number one, what a lame excuse for not telling the dad. Yeah. Number two, how evil and cruel is that? The guy's, the guy's daughter is dead, and they're not telling him. I mean, when were you planning on telling him? Yeah, it's, and he recognizes Roy in a suit, but he doesn't recognize either of his daughters. Right. He he came out and Roy was in the red suit and it's like he knew right away. I I knew it was you. Suit's not gonna fool me. It's like I can't pick out either of my daughters. Um, my wife goes, she's just wearing a blonde wig over blonde hair. I don't get it. That's true too. <laughs> that's true too. Oh wow! Now well, my, Daniel my Lindy, wife, go ahead. I'm sorry, Daniel Lindy has now tweeted a tweeted or I'm sorry, put in the chat a picture from. Um, uh, uk. It's a big stand-up with Ahsoka Invader Star Wars Rebels stand-up. Um, looks amazing. Well, I didn't. it's not clickable in my... I had chat. to copy and paste, yeah. Ahsoka stand there with her white lightsabers that are a little bit thicker than the Darth Vader saber. And there's a Darth Vader in the pose of... Um, Basically, Vader off of the old Star Wars storybook is how I know this pose. But he's done up in the animated style. This just looks great. I, I, I got it. I was able to open it. But, Daniel, i got to call you out next time. Can you give me a clickable link? I mean, I'm, I'm not a rocket scientist here. Is, I would die that on Mars Mixler's, in a day. Is that Mixler's fault, though, not Daniel's? I don't want to blame Mixler. Okay. Let's not bring Mixler into this. By the way, when I was talking about my wife a minute ago, she heard me and now she's like, "What are you saying about me? Why are you? Why? Are you, wow, that's how she sounds, huh? <laughs> Not really. Oh wow, they've made a Hot Wheels Wicket car. Anyhow, all right, sorry guys. Uh, you got any potato recipes? Um, I like a good hash brown casserole. Mm. Um, Doc Zen says he makes the best homemade fries. I don't uh, know how you feel challenge, about that. Challenge accepted, boss. Challenge that is a accepted. Road trip I would love to do because I just don't see how I can lose in that. Mm-mm. You couldn't as the consumer. No. Um, Except for you're going to eat Doc's fries. Oh yeah, you know they're fries. I got to eat them. I'm, I don't think I've met a French fry I don't like. Okay. Maybe the crinkle cut. Not a big crinkle <gasps> cut. Come on. I know. Oh I went my there. Gosh. Wow, you just—it hurt a little bit. <laughs> I, it, I, I like my fries nice and crispy, and those crinkle cuts are a little soggy for my taste. It stung. That stung to hear. Oh really? man, yeah. Wow, I love crinkle cut fries. I know. You like now? You like your you like your fries crispy? You say? Oh yeah. Orada Orada makes an extra crispy crinkle cut fry that's really good. Maybe I should try. I'm sure they do. Yeah, I've probably thrown a hundred boxes of those. <laughs> no, <laughs> the last that's, month. That's true. You work in a freezer. Not all the time. I'm getting to the oh. point now where I'm only in there uh, one day a week. The rest of the time, it's a balmy 40 degrees. Well, Mr. Jefferson, you're moving on up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Look at me. It's 40 <laughs> degrees. I don't even need gloves Con- anymore. Congratulations, sir. <laughs> I am no longer pulling ice chunks out of my beard. <laughs> Man, that gum. That's awesome. Oh. Uh, 
Oh. I'm trying to think of anything else on the market. I know I've, we have just gone off the rails tonight. But we like have, I said, this have. was just such a fun book. It, it, it falls into that classic. We fell into that classic pit where you just discuss what you like, but I really felt like there wasn't as much analogy in this one. There wasn't the heady topics. This was just a popcorn read. Agreed. Yeah. And, I mean, they're making a movie. Uh, and, oh, we didn't even discuss that. Did you hear? I, th- I think I sent you a text about that where they were talking where the rest of the crew dies and he's left behind. Yeah, I don't Did, like that. Is that official or is that just a typo I, in the news article? I don't know. I haven't been able to find. Hold on. Uh, the Martian movie. Oh, there it is. Now they're saying this is a movie trailer. Ridley we Scott? A, we got a trailer already? Oh, no. It's a fan thing. It's a. Oh. Um, who's. What? Jessica Chastain. Or Jessica Chastain, Kate Mara. Matt Damon is playing Mark Watney. Matt Damon. Kristen Wiig is in this. Sean Bean. Well, he'll die. Yeah, if Sean Bean's in it, he's dead. There's no getting around that. Donald Glover. Jeff Daniels. Hmm. That's a pretty good cast going on here. Sebastian Stan, a.k.a. Bucky. Did you, uh... Speaking of this, did you have in the audio version, there was an essay from Andy Weir in the back of the print version where no. he talked about the whole situation of writing this book. Mm-mm. And he and he said this is his third book he wrote. The other two, he kind of, the first one he said was really bad and he deleted it. The second one floating around somewhere. But he says his third one he was releasing a, a chapter at a time, basically, and on his website. And people said, hey, we want to read it on our Kindle. So he uploaded it to Amazon. I'm actually paraphrasing mm-hmm. as I'm reading it. And he had to price it at 99 cents because they wouldn't let him do it free permanently. Mm-hmm. And then he says the next thing he knows, it's one of the top five bestsellers and tens of thousands of people have downloaded it. Then he gets a literary agent, a publisher, and sells the movie rights all within about a month. Wow. And he's on the New York Times bestseller. Well, I mean, it's written like a movie. Like I can t- They don't need to change anything in this book. You know, they might need to cut out a few days, you know, or, or, or show the time pass quicker, like on some of his trips and stuff that he takes. But I'm telling you, um, the movie is, the, the book is perfect as, as a, as, will be perfect as a movie. Matt Damon, I think that's a great pick for Watney. Um, I, I think it works. Uh, they, they have released a picture and you can see they're using like a practical rover. Um, they're out in the desert somewhere. I don't know if they're in the high desert or low desert, but it's definitely a desert filming this stuff because it's not, it's not as, it's not a set unless, unless their backdrops are really good. Yeah. Um, let me see if I can just get this in the link in the chat here. Um, so, but I did, I thought it was neat. I didn't know if you got that in the, uh, in the audio version. No, just I, I sure the didn't. whole just a guy writes it for fun. The only reason he even charges anybody any money is because Amazon pretty much forces his hand. Yeah. And then it just, he's a success story. Well, I, I like it. I, 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 I wish everyone could have that kind of, I wish podcasts could have that kind of success story. <laughs> well, you were on the front page as Andy, uh, Andy Babuck. Yeah. Said. Said on the, on the iTunes you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. That was good times. That was a good day. Good day. good day. The Martian has quietly put together a home run 
this is from Cinema Blend. A-list cast. After Drew Goddard dropped out of the director's chair for The Martian, it looked like there was going to be trouble with getting Andy Weir's hot novel off the ground, but with Fox making the film a priority and Ridley Scott in the right place at the right time, the project turned itself around and started heading in the right direction. Uh, wow, so there it goes. What follows is a list of big-time stars uh, who are on board. We've already talked about that. Um, extremely crafty astronaut whose crew leaves him behind on the Red Planet after a dust storm cuts their mission short. So it doesn't say anything about them dying. Yeah, that was uh, on the Blaster app that I saw that. Hmm. And in here, the article you linked, it, it does say that uh, they evacuated. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't think you kill them. Um, but I think you've got some great, they do have some great star power on this thing. Um, the guy who I saw as, uh, he's the, I can't think of his name, but in my mind, uh, and he was the guy who was kind of, he was doing a lot of the appearances and stuff and he didn't want to let the crew know about, Mark being alive, but he wasn't. He's not the director of NASA, but he's right. Oh there. yeah, I know who you're talking he's about. He's kind of heading up the project and everything. Anyhow, I saw an image in my mind for him, and and it's and it's a guy who's played a doctor in another role, but I can't think of the guy's name. He's what Indian. Role? Um, I, again, I can't, and I can't. I can see him in my head, but I can't think of his name. And I just had it a moment ago, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's it. But then I, I lost it again. But he's an Indian. He looks, you know, of Indian descent. And um, I don't know. He's just kind of who I had a little bit longer hair. Uh, I I don't know. It's but uh, it looks like this is going to be um, doing some good stuff. So I will probably that'll probably be one of the few non-Marvel movies I go to the theater to watch. Yeah. I, I mean, this, like I said, this and, and Ready Player One. It's just two books that I've read that I was just like, this was great. I think it was a two-day read for me. Which, with the amount of free time that I don't have, that's pretty impressive for me to finish a book in two days. <laughs> um, so, what's going on here? Someone's... Daniel in, and Andy's on fire. In the chat. What's Daniel and Andy doing now in the chat? I'm, I've, gotten, I've gotten derailed by the chat. Points to who? Uh, everybody. Everybody gets a point. Everybody gets a point. <laughs> Did Doc Zinn go to bed? Because he's been awfully quiet. Doc yeah, Zinn it is probably in bed. is. It's after ten. Yeah. That old man. So, yeah, I'm looking at a better picture of that stormtrooper. Yeah, they don't have the uh, the outline of like the pectoralis major muscles, um, and it looks like a little pistol down at his sidearm, and uh, or his holster. If that's just his holster, it looks like another pistol. Um, is this from the uh, Battlefront news? This is from this is that this is that picture. I'm sorry. They someone linked to a better shot of that program picture of the stormtrooper, and this is on Ain't It Cool News, and then Battlefront News is the Twitter account at Bravo Intel. Yeah, um, they're calling it a leaked image. It's not a leaked image. It's on a darn. <laughs> oh my gosh, Dylan. that just hurts I want me. My credit, Dylan says, for derailing me. I think that's what he's talking about. Yeah, you did, you did, Dylan. But I'm looking at this. If it doesn't happen, it's his fault. No pressure, Steve, but this is my future. I don't know what's what we're talking about here. She wants her shirt. Sarah? Sarah wants her shirt. I'm I'm confused. All right. Well Sarah Sarah wants her shirt. Sarah, I'm an hour and a half from you. Come get it. <laughs> Dylan, uh, uh is this the uh Vault Talk Sarah? Dylan did uh yeah, this is the Vault Talk Sarah. Dylan did um derail me. 
So there you go, Dylan. You get a point. Points to Dylan. Point, Dylan. All right, man. Well, uh, I want to throw out my potato recipe really quickly. I can do amazing things with potatoes. That's all there is to it. Hang on, hang on. Okay, I'm ready. This is really simple, though. I, my I, favorite I, I, thing I to do with potatoes, I'm going to give it away here on the uh, the show, is homemade french fries. I, I I cut up a potato as you know as you want to do, and you can cut it however you want to, as thin or as thick as you want those slices. You can cut them. Cut but, up potato. Yeah, you're there. Okay. All right. Um, is there an, is there an e at the end of potato? No. Okay. I think there is. If it's plural, you put an e before the s. Okay. Um, but then you can't handle the shirt. <laughs> um, but then uh, then what you want to do is is as you're cutting it, I always have like a bowl of like water. And I put the you know the sliced potatoes over into the water, and then I have a, uh, a distilled or tap. D- tap is fine. Okay. Wet, wet water. Wet doesn't matter. Wet tap water. Um, Writing this, this down. Yeah, Derek gets points for derailing. Doesn't even know it. Uh, Zach Snyder has confirmed that tomorrow, apparently he's going to be re- he's going to be tweeting out five seconds of the Batman versus Superman trailer. Avengers will be better. And then there's going to be an IMAX uh, special teaser screening on Monday. What? Come on. Anyhow, so you take those cut-up potatoes you have in the water, and then I take some flour, uh, self-rising or all-purpose, however you want to use it. Um, all-purpose. And uh, and I have some flour over in another little bowl, and I take those potatoes out of the water, put them in the flour, just kind of mix them up. And I have a, 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 a pan or a Dutch oven or a fry daddy, if you will, um, and I just get some grease, good and hot, some oil, some vegetable oil, cooking oil, good vegetable, and hot. Vegetable, not olive. Not olive. Not, no, because you, you got to use too much of it. Okay. For it to be olive, just vegetable oil. Get it good and hot, and I drop those bad boys in there. Uh, bread it up with that with that uh, flour on them, and uh, fry them up to a nice golden brown. Take them out, let them drain over a... I like to use a small cookie rack over some paper towel uh, so they don't get too soggy. Salt them a little bit. Or pepper them, or whatever kind of season you want, and they are good. Learned from my mama years and years ago, and uh, absolutely, and I will make those every now and again at work, and people love me for it. I I think I've got this written down, and it makes absolutely no sense in the way I've right. abbreviated stuff. Good, good. Well, I don't want. Listen, you'll just have to come to Georgia. You know, you keep you keep saying that, and one of these days, I'm gonna text you and be like, "What are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm just watching Star Wars in Star Wars room, That's and then true. you're gonna hear." <laughs> what the? Who the? How the? And, and I'm going to have a monster burger from Hardee's for you. Oh, right down the road. So there you go. Well, Rod, as always, man, thank you so much for the work you put into this thing. And, 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 it's, and I have so Nicole much. for all the help she's done. Indeed. And I have so much fun doing it. So. Oh, yeah. And uh, next month, like I said, is the Goalverse member, Jeff Lane. has We've picked his book. He's making sure that everybody has a copy. So if anybody needs a copy, Get a hold of me on Twitter. Get a hold of the Goliverse Reads on Twitter. Email at Goliverse at... Goliverse Reads at yeah. gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, and uh, go join us. You can head over to geekoutonline.com slash reads to join uh, the Goliverse Reads group at uh, the Goodreads site. So, um, But yeah, Jeff, Jeff Lane has written this paper world. I've not started yet because I wanted to be fresh on The Martian. So now I will start this. And I believe he actually released a podcast where each episode was a different chapter of this book. He did. I actually downloaded that because it's easier for me to listen to a book. This is when I, this Martian I read, but 
most of the time it's easier for me to listen than to read. Right. And and I started this and I was like, you know what? I'm going to hold off because I want it to be fresh. I was like you. Yep. But I, I've listened to about half the first chapter and it really does, as somebody that listens to a lot of audiobooks, it has a Stephen King feel to it. Okay, cool. Well, it, it says uh, Jim Hunt is an average 18-year-old college student, or he would like to be. His dreams of a door, an important secret about who or what he is, lies behind that door. A secret he doesn't want to let out. During a trip home for Christmas break, he's confronted by his destiny. But will he follow the path that his old teacher, Park, would like him to? Or will he walk away to live a normal life? Described as Stephen King meets X-Men or Star Wars meets Jason Bourne, this ebook will appeal to fans of Stephen King, Dean Koontz, Anne Rice, Scott Sigler, Mark Yoshimoto, Nimkov, Harry Potter, or the Twilight series. I know that and last part breaks my heart. Yeah, that's where some people got lost on this thing. So, but by the anyway. way, I, I'm still scared. I don't think she listens to these episodes. So that's good, but I have this fear that with all the grief that I've given Kristen, uh, Kristen, that she is going to get on her into a grassroots movement, and Twilight's going to get picked some month. Who is Kristen? Yeah, I've got no, that fear. That's not happening. That's not. I will not let that happen. Veto power. Thank I, you. Yes, I still am. I still am the host of this show. So <laughs> we've done all the Twilight on this show we're ever going to do, sir. Which is not. Well, but way back in the early days, oh. I had some people on. So I tried but to burn that from my mind. I understand. Me too. So, all right, man. Well, thank you so much, my friend. Yeah, thanks for having and, me. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Good show as always. And have a great night. Tell your wife I said hello and thank you for, for letting us have you for a little while. All right. Hey, Steve says hello. Hi. She's, Come on now, Snapchat. we got to watch Arrow. Yeah, she says we got to watch Arrow, Steve. I, so I heard I got to go. All right. We'll see you, man. Okay, have a good one. <laughs> Bye. Bye. And that's Rod, uh, Bald Rod, and we thank him so much for uh, being a part of this and, and bringing it home for us with the old Goodreads, Goliverse Reads group. Uh, again, head over to geekoutonline.com slash reads. Geekoutonline.com slash reads. If you're listening to this and you happen to be out at Star Wars Celebration, don't forget, this one's for Steve. Hashtag, this one's for Steve. Uh, also, uh, head over to booth 1211. 1211. And uh, see Air and holler at him. Pass the corn. He'd love to hear from you. And let them know you appreciate him being a part of the Goliverse as well. Get together at C2E2. Look for Rod. Look for John Reed. Several people. If you want to be a part of that, I would say get in touch with Rod over at the Goliverse Reads email. GoliverseReads at gmail.com or just hit him up on Twitter. And let them know if you'll be at C2E2 in Chicago uh, in a couple of weeks. So they'll know. So they can maybe arrange a, a Goliverse listeners meetup. So uh, that is that. My friends, and I thank you so much for being a part of not only the Goliverse, but this show. Thank you for putting up with our random uh, jaunts into, uh, you know, different parts and aspects of all the news that's coming out of Celebration Anaheim this weekend. The email is geekoutonline at gmail.com, geekoutonline at gmail.com, facebook.com slash geekoutloud. Follow us on Twitter at geekoutloud, at Goliverse, and I am at Steve Glosson on Twitter. Don't forget to use the Amazon links at geekoutpodcast.com and geekoutonline.com. And then, of course, uh, if you support us at Patreon, we appreciate you and thank you so much for your Patreon support. I say it every time, and I mean it every time. You have saved my life over the past several months, almost a year now, and it means the world to me that you guys have been so good to me. You've been better to me than I deserve, and I appreciate every single one of you. 
listeners and Patreon supporters alike. I appreciate you so much, and uh, you mean the world to me. And uh, you make this show what it is. Well, until next time, which is probably tomorrow night. I'm Steve Glosson. May the Force be with you guys. Have a great whatever you're having. We'll see you next time on Geek Out Loud. Sure. Gonzo, you can't leave. You gotta be here for the end of the album. Oh, yeah. Hey, see you later, guys. I'm spacebound. Have a nice flight. Yeah, see you in the tabloids. Say, Rizzo, is there any of that meatloaf left? Nah, there was some big guy in there. I guess he ate it all. Mm.